Hey, welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina. Here we're going to talk about all things OCD. If you've been enjoying this podcast so far, and if you'd like to work together, come check out my monthly membership called Mastering OCD and join a group of other people like yourself. You can go to www.coreresults.com forward slash membership. That's K-O-R results.com forward slash membership. And see you in there. All right. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So, you know, I've been following you on Instagram for a little while and um, I definitely am just super grateful that you said yes to me interviewing you. Um, And yeah. And typically, you know, what I do is I like to keep things kind of short and sweet and to the point So I love to um, talk about all things OCD. Um, And I don't know about you, but I've, I've decided this year to be open with people and I've, you know, shared openly that I have OCD and it's taking me many years before I realized it's OCD. And I think that's a lot of people's experience. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. And so I think one of the things that gets discussed often, but maybe isn't, um, kind of clarified a bit is there's this whole topic around values mm-hmm. and exposure response prevention for OCD. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you if maybe you can share with us um, kind of what are your thoughts about using values or values-driven exposure response prevention work? Like what does that even mean? How would you do it? Or yeah, that's mind. a great question. Um, someone actually commented the other day and they said, what even are values? And I was like, whoa, that's, you know, that's a big question. Um, but I think starting at the basis of what values are, they're kind of like what you at your core, um, like think is important to you and how you kind of want to live your life. And so you have this kind of compass that's your values, um, to kind of guide you where you want to go. Um, and so a lot more, uh, research and kind of like a big push, I think recently has been for acceptance and commitment therapy recently. Um, or at least that's how I've experienced it being a little bit more to the forefront of OCD recovery. Um, and sometimes people really like that in addition to ERP. Um, I think it's really helpful because when you're doing a really hard exposure and you're thinking like, why am I doing this? Um, or like, what's the value in this? Um, I think it's important to think about, well, what do I want in my life? Um, and how does this exposure get me closer to that? Um, so for example, if you're doing a contamination exposure and you're like, well, in this moment, I don't want to do this. Um, it's dirty. It's scary. It's, you know, um, not making me feel safe. And so thinking about your values, like I value connection. I value, um, you know, uh, facing my fears and bravery and, and humanity. And so I think when you think about uh, what you value and what you care about, you're able to kind of think about that exposure in, in terms of that, um, that, that value. And so I think that it can be really helpful. So it would another example be something like, because actually I'm just thinking of somebody recently um, I've been working with where it's Mm -hmm. harm OCD. And so having kids around, um, and one of the things, of course, the OCD brain is latching onto is, oh my gosh, what if I lose control and do something? Um, and okay, maybe it's not now, but what if I do it, you know, in the future? What if I do it tomorrow? What, what if it really happens? Obviously, yeah. the out talk, right? So 
I think if I understand you correctly, what you're saying is like, okay, if I'm going to go do this, this exposure, let's say, make sure that I'm actually not avoiding a knife, but actually using it, mm-hmm. you know, kind of saying, okay, let me anchor myself into, you know, what kind of a mom do I want to be in, the, in mm-hmm. that example? Like, how do I want to show up for my kids? What role model do I want to be? Those would be the kind of examples of, of questions to ask yourself to help you get clear on what are those things that actually matter to you so much more than um, just being stuck in that kind of loop cycle of doubting and uncertainty and constantly trying to answer that, what I call this riddle that just isn't answerable um, yes. and really is a time sucker um, versus saying, hey, like I could go do that again and, you know, lose the rest of my day and really not even be present for my kids. Or I could choose to, you know, feel really uncomfortable and kind of yucky and, and not, not kind of like that feeling state but ultimately know that if I stay with it, I'll get to learn something and come out on the other side. Spot on. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Are there any other kind of tips you might have or suggestions around um, using values for ERP or it's really kind of making sure that you don't make it too complicated, but just really constantly coming back to like you were saying in the beginning, kind of your core, like Mm -hmm. who do I want to be? How do I want to live? And that has to matter to me more than my anxiety. Absolutely. I think considering like, what do you really want your life to look like? And, and being able to see that you have agency in your life. Um, of course, there's systems that are going to play a role in that. And there's going to be barriers and factors. But I think at the root of um, a lot of this therapy is understanding that you get to have a choice um, in what you do, even when it doesn't feel like you have a choice of um in how you respond. I think there's that moment. And when you build awareness and when you build that ability to pause in between in um, an obsessive thought and then put space between that and the compulsive behavior. Um, And so I think there's a lot of hope in that when we realize that it's not just like happening to you, um, but you can decide a little bit of what you want. Yeah, I think that's a really excellent point because I think for the most part, it, it does feel really urgent and it does feel like mm-hmm. you don't have control over it. But you're right. When you when you have enough awareness and training, you learn that you can just slow down just enough where you can choose something else. And of course, with practice and time, like anything, you get to master it, like any skill, any yeah. habit. Awesome. Okay, so then I have my second and last question, which is, so like you said, there's some people who will say, what is what are values? Like, what does that mean? How do you, how do you find that out? Um, so I want to ask you, do you have maybe an exercise or a tip or, or a strategy or something you can give us um, if somebody wanted to uncover their values, how would they go about doing that? Yeah. So um, I think the easiest way to identify values is to look up, like I, there should be lists online. Um, I can try and find one and, and we can link it in the notes, but um, I've just a list of bunches of different values in circle. Um, my therapist had me go uh, through a list of maybe 60 or 50 or something um, values. And so circle first, like um, all the ones that resonate with you, like go through as many as you want and then narrow it down to maybe 10 and then order them um, uh, in terms of which values are most important to you and which are maybe less important, but still um, important to you. So that has been really helpful for me to kind of have a list of my 10 top values um, that I can move towards. I think one of them was bravery and compassion. And I think those really tie in well to OCD recovery and 
um, that lifelong process of fighting are not fighting, but, you know, kind of um, challenging, I'll say, intrusive thoughts and everything. Awesome. And you kind of already gave a couple of examples. That, that's what I was going to ask. Can, can you give us like maybe five examples of some like five different values just so people can kind of hear it and start to um, maybe get some ideas on their own? So you mentioned bravery was one. Yes. Um, empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, someone can value uh, timeliness. That's, you know, a value. I think um, sometimes we get caught up in like good values and bad values, but, you know, um, there's a lot of things you can value wellness or um, taking care of yourself or taking care of others, kindness, helpfulness, um, things like that. So, yeah, like independence, freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Yeah. I just wanted, cause I think sometimes if we can hear some examples, it might get people's brains warmed up and they can be like, Oh yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. Those <laughs> things are important to me. Or yeah, wait a minute. This other thing is important to me. Like, like connection, right? Like mm-hmm. a meaningful conversation or being really present and there for my loved ones or something like that. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. I mean, I appreciate your time. And I wanted to ask you, how can people find you if they would love to connect with you? Yes. Um, so I'm on Instagram at the.lovelybecoming. Um, I also just started my own podcast as well called The Lovely Becoming. Um, and I'm trying to think, I, I'm trying Facebook a little bit, but it's also the.lovelybecoming. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. I will make sure to include your Instagram and your podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and answering some of these questions. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to OCD Whisperer podcast. If you want ongoing support with live weekly Q&A calls to address your questions about OCD and get topic trainings, please join my membership, Mastering OCD. Go to www.coreresults.com forward slash membership. That's K-O-R results.com forward slash membership.